Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction, and free shipping, and that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Well, Bernard, uh, thanks for joining me on the programme. Um, uh, yesterday's statement, not the news that basketball people uh, would have uh, been home from f- hoping for for sure uh, to be left with no alternative but to... Um, have to cancel the 2020-21 season uh, Super League and Division 1 is hugely disappointing and frustrating, obviously, for basketball in this country. Uh, it's sad because of a number of things, really, isn't it, uh, Bernard? I mean, how damaging is it for the sport, first of all, and how difficult was it to come to the conclusion, that uh, to come to this decision? Well, I suppose in terms of damage, we have to wait and see. You know, when we do eventually come back, see how many clubs have come back. I'd be hopeful that it'll be the overwhelming majority. Um, in terms of how difficult it was, it's extremely difficult. We had a meeting yesterday morning of the committee, seven people, and uh, it was the unanimous decision that we just had to do it. You know, the alternative was really drip, if you like, keep feeding on it, keep people on a drip feed of hope that we might get back. But the statement on Friday night from the government was quite clear. It would mean that nobody would be training during December, which would mean you couldn't start the league on, on the 9th of January. So that automatically pushed it out. Then there's forecasts of the COVID rates will go up after Christmas and there'll be another lockdown is a very real possibility. So, you know, the best that might happen is you might get a week or two in January and then have to close down again. So the message that we were getting back from other clubs was that there was real financial, there's sporting concerns and there's financial concerns as well. And really the clubs wanted a certainty around things. And, you know, this we, we just felt um, after a, a lot of talk and discussion, nobody really wanted to do it. But we thought this is the cleanest thing, the fairest thing for clubs. And uh, we, so we've done it. And we just have to now just look forward to 2021 and see, can that pan out better for us, which I'm sure it will. Yeah, I got a, a tweet in earlier from uh, Tralee, Bernard, and they asked, why were teams allowed to train for months and on whose authority? Well, probably that's a question we'd ask ourselves. I don't know why they're asking Basketball Ireland that question because we've been in batting for the clubs for months and months. Um, we, were ele- we were training because we were classed as an elite sport. On the Thursday before our season was to start, completely blindsided everybody, including Sport Ireland and the, and the expert group, were completely blindsided by news on the 9 o'clock news that no national championships could take place. It was the first that we'd heard of it. So, um, you know, if that's the kind of a question meant to apportion blame to Basketball Ireland, it's really wide of the mark. We couldn't have worked harder to to have our teams back and to have them training. That's what we wanted. So, um, you know, 
that's it. That's the answer I would give to that. Yeah, and you talked about elite sports there, uh, Bernard, uh, just a few seconds ago. I mean, uh, uh, rugby is allowed to, uh, to go ahead in this country. Soccer, GA, all listed as elite sports. What's the biggest problem for basketball? Is it the indoor element? Because, you know, you look at, um, um, you know, there's no outbreak, as far as I know, of COVID-19 being linked to basketball activity. But look at the international soccer team, for example. Uh, there was a huge number of COVID cases uh, from their training base. Absolutely. I mean, and this is the case that I and the people around me have been making. There's a complete lack of logic to, to, you know, to what has been done to Basketball Ireland here. We've been treated extremely unfairly. Uh, you've just outlined there exactly the situation domestically. There's no evidence that uh, basketball games or basketball training have triggered clusters. Um, quite the opposite. We We have a very strict return to play group we are one of the few sports who formed a medical advisory group with uh, three professors on it to advise us independently of what we should be doing we have done everything absolutely correctly and the only message you you can really take from what has happened is that they don't trust us they don't trust us um you know to re to start the national league and, and uh, not alone have the guidelines in place but to having enhanced guidelines, which we offered. We said we would do more than was actually asked of us, and we actually we also offered to have central venues so that the teams wouldn't be travelling. So we might nominate the arena in Tallinn, Neptune in Cork, um, perhaps the Kingfisher in Galway, and maybe Jordanstown in Ulster. Mm. And we would play all the games at those venues to, to lessen or eliminate travel as much as we can. But, you know, we didn't even get a phone call to say... You know, Bernard, can you explain to us exactly how he proposed to do this or this wouldn't work, we think? We got nothing, you know, so it's very, very frustrating. And it would be very sad to me if the basketball community thought in any way that we haven't done everything in our power. But we've been treated poorly, uh, uh, as I say. And the other thing I throw in, Trevor, is that if you have a look around Europe, and have a look at all the basketball leagues that are going ahead yeah. in countries where yeah. the COVID rates are, are, are a multiple of what's here in Ireland. And obviously the health authorities and the governments in those countries trust the basketball NGB uh, to operate properly. Uh, that doesn't seem to happen in Ireland. Yeah, I was going to ask you that. Actually, uh, basketball is being played in, in leagues around Europe at the moment, isn't it, Bernard? And they're allowed to train from a while It is, while yeah. Back. I mean, I wanted to double-check because sometimes you can, with so much going on, you have stuff in your head and you have to double-check, did I just think that or is that true? Mm. So I got on to FIBA uh, yesterday morning before our meeting and I spoke to the Secretary-General of FIBA and he gave me a list of the leagues that are on and he said it wasn't exhaustive. He gave me a list of about 12 countries where leagues are being played. FIBA are planning to play... Uh, qualifiers for Eurobasket in bubbles in uh, in January and February. You know, everybody is working. And by the way, we weren't looking to get back playing basketball this week or next week. Really, what we were asking for was an exit plan. Mm. You know, what what can we do that can lead up to us playing on January the 9th? And we just got a one-liner saying no, basically. Yeah, and basketball certainly will be playing catch-up in Ireland when you, you're touching it there as well around Europe because Ireland is due to host the European Championship, isn't it, for small countries in Limerick is it next summer uh, and yeah. uh, underage as well. So, you know, that's a big blow as well, isn't it? Well, we've 10 international squads from under 16, under 18, under 20 and the seniors, sorry, eight international squads mm. who, will be, who are due to play European Championships uh, next June, July. Um, our peers... Uh, are all back training. They're training in international bubbles. They're allowed to do that. 
uh, and we're not. And as you say, we're hosting one of those championships in Limerick. So, um, look, it, it, it's 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 a, a gloomy gloomy time, gloomy weekend. But I would I would urge people to you know to try and take the best out of it. Just you know, let's let's just get get rid of 2020, move into 2021. By the way, we're not giving up. We're we're still going to be going back to the powers that be and saying we want to commence as early as possible. Okay, it's not going to be January the 9th, but we want to commence. And you might see in the statement we're saying we would hope to maybe Patrick's Day come back and Mm. see what we can do for a couple of months there. But if we can get back towards the end of February, that's what we'll do. All the clubs want to play, but they want to be careful, etc., etc. So we will work with the clubs. One of the problems, uh, Trevor, is who are the decision makers? You know, Mm. a lot of people think, why can't you get on to Sport Ireland and give out to them? Why can't you get on to the working expert group? They are not the decision makers. They're finding out things at the same time as we are on the 9 o'clock news on a Friday night. Neffet are making the recommendations. You can have your opinions about whether they're ultra-conservative or not. The recommendations go to government, and it's a political decision. So all our efforts over the last couple of weeks have been to the Taoiseach and, and down under him, to everybody that we could get. We had a very good case made out. We made sure it literally got on the table uh, of everybody, uh, and we, we were then hoping for the best. Yeah, uh, one question I want to ask you as well, uh, Bernard. Uh, you know, are jobs at risk here, and are clubs in Ireland in danger in danger of folding? Yes, and yes. You know, um, basketball uh, is a semi-professional game at national league level. Mm-hmm. Players have contracts. Coaches um, perhaps have contracts, or at least they have some income or whatever. Uh, jobs are are at stake here. Um, let me say, you know, the Resilience Fund that came in has, has helped people, but probably helped them get to the end of this year. Um, so I think there has to be a Resilience Fund for, for 2021, um, and we will be looking at that. And in fairness, it has been intimated that there will be something in 2021 because people realize that the hardships and the challenges will continue. Um, you know, we, we don't know how many clubs. We, as you know, Trevor, we've 235 clubs, of which 53 are National League clubs. Mm. So a lot of clubs, you know, are, are definitely have temporarily stood down. There's only a lot of the smaller clubs to wait and see what happens. But you might still have the volunteers who want to start the club again, start it up again in March or April or whatever. But, you know, will the kids still be around or will they be gone off playing other sports that have been allowed to to train and and, uh, do other things. So, you know, I'm hoping that the, and I do think that the basketball community is resilient and we stick together and, uh, Mm. uh, you know, we we just, I'm I'm a jar half full type of person. So, you know, that's what I'd urge everybody to be. And nobody need doubt that I'm as disappointed as everybody else. Mm. Yeah, understandably so, uh, Bernard, for sure. And uh, I hope you get some good news soon. Uh, just a final one. On, no decision yet, Bernard, is there on the, on the cup competitions? Well, we're leaving that deliberately vague. We would always like to play the cup. The cup is, you know, is, is our marquee event and it's a wonderful occasion or whatever. So back of my head, let's say we get back in, in, in March, then I think it would be great to run a competition. It couldn't be a straight knockout because then you'd have clubs would only have one game. Yeah. So we might have to look at the format where people could get at least three or four games, maybe in group format or whatever, and then 
at the end of March, at the end of April, I should say, that we would have our cup final weekend and we would have it on TG Car, and you know we would resolve. We'd certainly try to do that. Um, I, I think it would be a nice way to celebrate getting over COVID and getting over our disappointments. Yeah, OK. I hope the powers that be will hear your case uh, soon and there's light at the end of the tunnel for basketball in Ireland, uh, Bernard. And we really appreciate you coming on to The Score here on Cork's 96FM uh, this afternoon with us. Thanks, Bernard. Anytime, Trevor. Thank you. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns.